choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Um, we are back. We've had a long break. Uh, Kels was on vacation. But we are here now, episode 63. Thanks for asking. I'm suave. That's sincerely suave. Kels at KMGZ. And I know a lot of y'all probably expecting a long episode, but this ain't going to be it. <laughs> um, uh, we're just going to keep it to regular time. I am back from vacation. I am also very tired today. So um, glad to be back, though. Um, so let's let's go. Um uh, there's been a lot of events since we gone and um you know some of it is older now we not we not gonna be ranting and raving on this so whatever anyway you got any yours and negritudes I'm sorry I'm very tired yeah um nah I don't I don't think I have any this week alright I just wanted to give it to um what's her last name Diamond uh the one that Reynolds uh, yeah Diamond Reynolds for uh filming that my boyfriend got killed it was just I mean I hate to describe it in this way because it's a tragedy but like you know as we know nothing really happens with these shootings but like I have an inkling that maybe something will with that one because I mean it looked like a documentary at a Blair Witch Project or something now she she had to wherewithal to not just film it but do it live so that it couldn't be snatched down or, you know, all of a sudden her phone t- turn up missing or whatever. Like, to, to do that live, it, was, it took a, very, a lot of poise and, and, and um, you know, forethought. And um, she stayed calm and she did, you know, everything that she's supposed to do, like they tell you to do. Like, they think we just be, you know, yelling and screaming at the cops and acting like idiots. And she just, it was perfect. And, you know, so I give a shout out to her because, you know, I, I've never seen somebody would handle themselves that, that well, and, and a civilian handled themselves that well in, in that kind of situation. Like, she did everything right. Her tone, the way she stayed calm, because she realized that that cop was a fucking fuck nugget, and if she got him any more excited than he already was, he might have shot her ass too. Um, so, uh, yours and never two goes out to her. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, moving on to current events. So, like I just said, I mean, we, there's been, since we went, since we last recorded, I don't even know how many shootings there's been. Three, four, five. I know Alton Sterling and then, uh, what's the name? What's his name? Lando. Yeah. Um, you know, I ain't got a lot to say on it. I mean, that we haven't already been said. Like, I, you know, it's, I don't know what there is to keep saying. Um, hopefully some, hopefully somebody will. I mean, I you know, we know ain't nothing going to happen. So, I mean, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, then they got, you know, the cops got shot in Dallas, and now we just all supposed to care about that. And, you know, look, a loss of life is a loss of life. I'm not cheering for that or anything, but I'm just at the point where y'all don't care about when we die. I don't care about when y'all die. When, and when that happened, I was just like, eh, all right, 
You know, I don't even know if I believe that story. They blew this nigga up with a robot. Nobody really saw him. They only got the one picture. He wears his family, you know, whatever. I ain't trying to sound like a, a, a woke nigga, but I, I used to work for the government. I used to work for the CIA, and I know how they do things because I used to be one of the persons doing those things, and this shit looks very fishy to me, and it's a lot of holes, and a lot of shit don't make sense to me. Um, the least of which is that he sh- That's what some people seem to see me with straw. How could he shoot five people? Because he's in a goddamn army, and they know how to shoot. And when you got a bunch of people standing in one area, and you're elevated with a rifle, sitting ducks, you could have shot 20, he could have shot 20 people before they realized what was going on. Like, that's not the, that's not the part that makes it shaky. It's all this shit, all the other shit that don't make sense. Um, right. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because I, I really had the same sentiments and I was really kind of feeling bad about that. But at, at this point, it's kind of just like, just like, what do you expect after so many things, so much oppression, so much heartache, so many, so many emotions that have negative emotions that we're forced to have at this point. And it's kind of just like, how do you expect people to everyone to deal with? these things that are happening with, with no justice being served for them. So it's I mean, kind of like, I'm sad that, you know, the officers died or whatever. Like you said, lives are lives. But I mean, on one hand, it's kind of like, well, in like, that field of work, that, that shit happens. Now we supposed to value these five lives above the hundreds that y'all killing. I mean, you know, whatever. I ain't, I ain't trying to uh, belittle or not. Like, you know, they got fit. But, you know, when we dead, it's like, oh, well, y'all point, you should have did that. I, I, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I was smashed straight face. I was honestly still upset at the two uh, innocent shootings. So, I mean, that, I was, you know, whatever. You're not going to catch me. I, I ain't send no condolences. Not, I mean, listen, rest in peace and all of that. I don't know, y'all. I'm sure y'all was good people. I don't know. But I, you know, I don't know what you want from me. You're not getting no tears. You're not getting no condolences because it's like y'all keep getting us mistaken. Black people have a, a long history of fighting back in this country we don't just take we might take it for a little bit because we got a bunch of coons and hucksters and and people that don't want to be free and we got to move around them and move around but we our history in this country is to fight back and take what we want so y'all keep seem to keep forgetting that and thinking y'all can just play with us and send us to court and not give us justice and make these little excuses and play you know play us like y'all think we stupid and what about black one all these little distractions and shit it don't work it ain't never worked we fight back in this country. We take what we want. So do I advocate shooting police officers? No. But, I mean, it's been coming. People have been saying, look, we're not going to take this. Black lives matter. I want to throw y'all all lives matter out there and all this bullshit. Okay, well, everybody don't take that well. Some people tired and they're ready for action. And y'all ran into one in Dallas. And it is what it is. And y'all keep going this way. Might be more. So I mean, I hate to say it. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm invoking violence. Or, you know, supporting it. But, I mean, I don't really know. Everyone's not going to react to that type of thing the same way. Some people, some people they're going to go out and do it. They tire. Same way them little fucking white militias be running around shooting at the feds. And, you know, y'all have three and four day standoffs. Anything to preserve their life. Same way they fed up with, I don't even know what. Because they ain't really got nothing to be fed up with. But, I mean, you know, we black people have a history in this country. Y'all keep trying to roll over us and play us. And, and our history from day one has been, nah. So... No, and he took his nod to extremes. Hey, you can't account for, you keep, like I always say, you keep fucking with a person and fucking with a person. You can't account for how they're going to react. You might think how they react is too much, but you wouldn't have had to worry about it at all if you just leave people fuck alone and act right. So, you know, 
you can't you can't account if you you push somebody and you think it's no big deal and they turn around and shoot you in your face that's your fault you can't account for how somebody's going to react and they don't have to react the way you think they're going to react the way you, you know so you know rest rest in peace from officers but i i all i wasn't you ain't get no you ain't getting no sorrowful tweets from me. Like, I'll let somebody else do that because we still getting shot out here in the street. I'm sure there'll be another one soon. Somebody ain't over yet. And we can't, yeah. even, we can't even get the ambulance call for us. So y'all move heaven and earth for your officers. We can't even get that. We just die in the street. Alton Sterling just laid there, died in the street. So they all just die in the street. I ain't never seen anyone get shot on camera and somebody's giving them CPR or, or calling for help or any of that shit. Nothing. Just standing over there looking at them. Like, like a fucking roadkill. Right. So, that's all I gotta say about that. Y'all not gonna get no rants. We've done it all before. Ain't nothing else new to say about it. Um, you know. I don't, I don't know about you, but like, I'm getting to a point where this shit is like really fucking with me. Like, to the point where I don't want to go to work. Like, I don't, I don't talk about my job a lot, like, you know, but we get these, we always get these notices about, you know, the flags being lowered and shit like that, and it really, it really bothered me when, when those officers died, here comes that one, but it's just like, what about these other people? Yeah, they ain't and had shit to say, they ain't had nothing to say, but as soon as the officers get killed, oh my god, you hear about it, hmm, what was that in relation to, though? It'll be random shit, though, yo, like... Some some girls got in an accident. Some high school girls fucking speeded on the highway. They lowered it for that. Mm-hmm. Like shit, they don't have nothing to do with nothing. And but these two, these two um, guys get killed just you know with no mercy, with nothing, no no apology, and that. And I'm just like man, I, like I really ain't been fucking with a lot of shit. Like that shit is really bothering me. Like I'm still fucked up from Orlando, man. Like. I just, like I've been saying, I'm a soldier. I'm not a politician. I'm not a talker. I'll talk for a little bit, but I get to the point where, look, what we going to do? We ain't going to do shit. I'm on my way. I'm one of them type people. Like, I'm not, you know, that's a good good part of the reason why I'm not good in relationships because I'm not going to keep arguing. Not gonna, at some point, it's going to come to a head. Look, this is it, where I'm at. This is what, what you want to do. I'm not going to keep arguing about this. I'm a shooter. Y'all, like I said, not on no bullshit. Well, you know, we just gonna end up in fucking jail, life destroyed. But like, when the shit really come, then I'll be ready. But all this talking and these placates and here come here come Obama to to Dallas—that's another thing. Like, you wasn't in Ferguson, you wasn't in all them places, but here you come to Dallas and you got all this kumbaya shit. And I understand you the president, you gotta do that shit, but I ain't gotta be with that shit. Not seeing y'all tweeting all, but I don't give a fuck. Honestly, he gotta do that as part of his office. That's fine. I ain't give a fuck. I ain't like his speech. He'd be too broad. He'd be too kumbaya. We're not as far apart as we seem. Yeah, we is. And we've been. Yeah, we is. We really are. Because these motherfuckers just... We can't even say Black Lives Matter without these motherfuckers coming back with their bullshit. So, yeah, we are. We really are. Right. So, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Everybody want to be neutral and everybody want to be medium. And, nah, Donald Trump is a goddamn Republican nominee. We are that far apart. Because you got white people in this country who really think they're oppressed. And you got white people in this country who really think that this belongs to them. And somebody else saying, you know what, I'm tired of you having your fucking boot in my neck for these 500 years. And I want you to get the fuck up off me. They think that that, that means that somebody's taking something from them and taking their rights away. Because I'm telling you to get the fuck up off my back. Like, they, they really believe that. Like, that's how divorced from reality and, and what the fuck is going on they are. So, yeah, we are very far apart. 
we are as far apart as we seem, and the insistence that we not is how come we still dealing with shit like this in 2016? Because you won't call niggas out, because you won't require people to, to, to face their shit, and you keep giving white people this, this out, you know, that's why they dragging people, family on TV, the body ain't even cold on the ground. Can you tell us that you forgive us? Can you tell us, fuck you, nigga, fuck you. Come to my door with that bullshit. It be, it be some more black suits. Just like that black lady sick them pit bulls on that reporter. Like that, like, always dragging us up on TV. And can you say you forgive? And then you pray, man, no. No, I don't forgive nothing. Fuck you. Because that's all y'all want. Y'all want somebody to tell y'all the terrorizing and racist shit y'all do is okay. So y'all don't have to confront yourselves and confront each other. So y'all can sit, well, they you know, you have to forgive, okay, but y'all motherfuckers never forget about shit from 200, 300, 400 years ago, we ain't supposed to never forget that shit. Yeah, man, everybody has a limit, and I just don't understand how you expect anyone at all to just deal with everything that's being thrown at them, like, well, we ain't no more, tide is turning, I told y'all, all y'all motherfuckers can leave, follow, get out of the way, get crushed under the wheel, I don't give a fuck, just stay out of my way. I guess I'm just trying to find my place in it. Like, I don't want to go to jail. Oh, I'm not going to jail. Right. That's not playing myself out like that. Y'all, I'm not. That's the jig. But I'm just saying, I'm not arguing with y'all. I'm not fussing with y'all. I'm not fighting with y'all. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about making you feel better. I ain't trying to explain shit that you could just fucking Google. And if you wasn't such a uh, willfully ignorant, you were under. Ain't nothing we saying hard. Is is proof ev- everywhere. It's evidence everywhere. Y'all just stuck on stupid, and I'm not gonna be stuck there with you, cause I know what I'm talking about. Um, so that's it on that. Uh, so it's summertime, so we always had this problem in summertime where most of the shows are off now. So, but I talk about. So I went through, the reason why we was on break in case y'all didn't know. I know it's kind of last minute. The date rolled up on me kind of fast. I I didn't realize till like a couple days before, like, oh shit, I'm actually leaving the day before we normally would record. But I went to Thailand uh, for like a 10 day, 10 day trip. Went to, um, flew out to Bangkok and then we went to Krabi, which is like the beach resort area. And then we went to Chiang Mai, which is in the Northern Hill area. Um, uh, the, listen, man, Next time I fly anywhere that's over like six hours, I'm 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 springing for that first class, dude. That shit would have been worth it. That was the worst motherfucking flight. I mean, and I was up front. I was in Delta Comfort. It was just a nigga. Twelve hours. So I flew from here from JFK to Tokyo. Eleven hours. Y'all didn't stop in LA. No, we don't fly that way. From here to Japan, 11 hours. Get to Tokyo, switch to another plane to go to Bangkok, 6 hours. 18 hours on the motherfucking plane. Horrid. Horrific. Your yeah. legs is numb, your ass is numb. Yeah, you can get up and walk around, but it's just not the same. You can't really get no good sleep. It's horrible. It was just the worst. Like, I, ne- I would never do that again. I got, I'm like, oh, if I could have just stretched out and just slept, it would have been great. Um, so we get there. And, um, you know, we had a nice Bangkok, nice hotel, nice suite. We stayed at the Lake Meridian right there in Bangkok on, like, the, the main strip. Um, very nice that the uh, hotel had a um, nice buffet and everything. And I, 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 mean, I tried to eat. We tried to eat in the hotel as much as possible. It was some street food. And people have told me they've eaten on the street. But I'm just like, you know, I don't, I don't know what this shit is. Like, they say it's chicken, but... You know, I don't know. So I try to stay away. We try to eat in restaurants 
order order hotel as much as possible. I didn't really fuck with that street food too much. Um, what were the people like? Like, how was the culture over there? Uh, regular. Most of them spoke English. Everybody in the hotel, most of the businesses, they speak English. Or you know, the regular people, not really, but I mean enough. Or if they don't, you could always. It's a lot. A lot of the younger people, I guess they teach them in school. I'm not really sure. And you know, even the cab drivers. A lot of people spoke English. Like we never went nowhere where they was looking at us crazy because they didn't speak English, and we couldn't okay. un- and we couldn't understand. Even if they had broken English, like to the point where we couldn't understand them, we never never had that. Um, the exchange rate is great. I went over there with some cash. I didn't even think to check the exchange rate. I just pushed them the money. This nigga handed me like a drug deal, like a stack, like like a thirty grand stack of money. I was like, oh shit! I didn't even count that shit or nothing. I was like, okay. Put that shit in my pocket. It was like twenty thousand. It was it was crazy. Um, so we was in Bangkok for the two days. Then we so we went down to the beach area. The beach area we we, we should have stayed in the Holiday Inn. We stayed in this other hotel. It was okay, but it smelled like mildew, and that smell like really I can't deal with it. So the first room they put us in was shitty as fuck. So we complained like, look, we some fucking Americans, goddamn it! Don't what is this bullshit? The toilet wasn't... I just got irritated because the day we got there, the air wasn't working and the toilet wasn't working. And it's one of the rooms now... I guess they do this in Asia. I ain't never seen this shit before. Where you, you gotta put the key... You gotta take the key when you leave so it cuts the electricity off. I guess to save on their power bill. But yeah, what I've heard about that in, in Europe. But what it means is when you leave the room, the air ain't on. In Thailand, yeah. that shit ain't gonna work. Like, you out all day, the air ain't on. That shit is hot as fuck. So the first day we got there, I said... I was like, look... The air doesn't work. The toilet doesn't work. He coming in. He playing with the buttons. And I'm like, dude, we I know how to work an air conditioner. It's not working. It's not blowing air. He plunges out the toilet. I'm like, the toilet doesn't work. Plunging it out is not fixing it. You're going to have to come back. It wasn't flushing. So I'm just keep saying this. And he, you know, he don't really speak English. I call the manager. They're like, oh, we sent somebody to fix it. I'm like, no. Give us it. Why? I'm, if it's not flushing, what is plunging it going to do? So we kept having an issue, kept having an issue. Then on the third, the third day we there, they like, oh, you guys should change rooms. And I was, I'm like, so we've been here. Now we got to move all our shit to another. I was just like, yo, this is what you should have did on the first fucking day when we first complained before we unpacked our shit. This is not shit that's fixable. You should have offered to put us in another room then. I was pissed. Did they give you some money back or anything? No, because she paid for it ahead of time. They did give us a bigger room. So when we got to the other room, we figured out the movie was in was bullshit. The safe was some bullshit. I was like, yo, we fucking Americans, B. You can't be putting us in no bullshit. The room was bigger. It still smelled like mildew, but less so. The safe was, was a real safe. The toilet worked. Although we figured out what the toilet... Well, the, the toilet didn't flush, but we figured out what the issue was. Because in the second room, they to- it was a sign. You can't flush toilet paper in their toilets. But the first room didn't have that sign, so we didn't know. But, I mean, it didn't flush. Even when we first walked in before anybody went to the bathroom, it didn't flush. So it wasn't that. It's just when we was going and it still wasn't flushing, it was just making it worse. And that's the other thing. He kept coming in with the plunger, but he ain't never say nothing about the toilet paper. We like, why you ain't just tell us? Whatever. I was just mad. So I let her handle it because I was like, man, go ahead. Because, you know, I ain't trying to get lock, us locked up in Thailand and shit. But I was just like, oh, I hate, I hate, I hate bad customer service, and that was just dumb. Like you should have put us in, you should have offered to put us in a, another room when you saw this room was shitty. Um, it's a lot of Asians there, though. It's a lot of Asians. So I'm like, you know, I don't know what the standards are in Asia, but it was a lot of Asians there. I guess they're that's, it was Chinese there, Hong Kong. I guess they're that's their vacation spot. I don't know. It was a lot of Asians there. We saw a few Europeans. 
but a whole lot of Asians. Um, what do they do over there for work? Is it like well, city? In Bangkok is a city. Bangkok's one of the biggest cities well, yeah. in the world. Um, down Krabi, that's what we were saying. And I think we kind of figured out that a lot of them, kind of like Hawaii, I think a lot of them lived in Bangkok and they just flew down there for the season. Because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think these people live here full-time. I mean, it, it was people that lived on an island full-time, but I'm like, most of these people that, like, run these businesses, I don't think they live here full-time. Like, the villagers, yeah, I don't know what they do. Fish or something, I don't know. But, I, so I asked um, a couple people, I was like, you know, the massage ladies and everything, she was like, oh, no, I live in Bangkok, I come here for the city. I was like, yeah, that's what I figured. So it's probably one of the resort towns where they come down, and because and, they can make a lot of money. I mean, we was tipping like crazy because, um... You know, 20, 20 baht, which is like, which is like a five over there. That's like two American dollars. So we was tipping people like, she would be like four hundred baht, which is like barely twenty dollars. And four hundred is a lot. Like that's a lot of money. Like it's barely, barely twenty dollars in American four hundred. Like we had a whole meal. Our whole meal was like six, seven hundred baht, which is like twenty dollars. <laughs> It, that, that's including drinks and everything. So, you know, we was tipping, we probably tipped people too much. I still got money I got to go exchange because I forgot to do it at the airport. Um, so that was crabby. We went scuba diving. I, I posted most of the stuff. I didn't post everything. We went scuba diving. She went snorkeling. I don't do that shit. I just was swimming. The water was great. It was nice and warm. Um, Super salty or no? Yeah, so, uh, ocean water. Um, I mean, I wasn't drinking it, but I assume it was ocean water. Um, we went and did that thing where the um the fish eat the eat the raw skin off your feet, bro. That was that I would never do that again. I I I just sat through it just because like I couldn't quit. But me and her both, as soon as we put our feet in, was like, uh, you know, I don't. We really don't want to do this. But I was like, uh, all right, so let's just get through it. It was the oh my god, it was the most disgusting feeling ever because I, I put my feet in and the feet the, the fish converge on your feet and you could feel them but I kept waiting I was like all right at some point like I'm gonna get used to it and you're not gonna be able to feel them anymore never did you just constantly feel them and they kept trying to go under your foot so you feel them like under your foot oh it was it was horrible we was only did it for 15 minutes it seemed like 15 hours I was like yo is it 15 up yet is it 15 up yet it was like three minutes past. I was like, oh my God, it was horrible. And then like they would take a break and swim away. So then you did and then they come back on your feet and then they like, I don't know where, like they would, they would hover like all up in your toes. It was, it was horrible. Our feet was smooth as shit after, but that was the worst feeling ever. I was like, ugh, I'll never get used to this. Ugh. And it's probably unsanitary as fuck. We only went because the place we went to was brand new. So we figured one too many feet in the water before us. But they have places in Bangkok. What? Uh, you're breaking up. I just keep talking. Mine is behind. Yeah. What? My my uh thing is slow. Like when I'm talking to you, it comes really late. So just keep talking. Oh no! I was saying um when we was in Bangkok, they had like the big 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 tanks of those things out on the street, and randoms would just come up and put their feet in. I was like, oh, that's nasty because them fish might be eating your dead skin, but they ain't they ain't desanitizing that tank. So ugh. Um, I ain't do that shit. But um, then we got all these massages because massage, massages are big down there. So we got like the oil massage, the salt scrub, like everywhere we went, we went. Yeah, let's get another massage. Then they do these foot massages, which I ain't gonna lie, my nigga. Like I, I won't get one of them again. I don't know if they're supposed to be relaxing or what, but that shit hurts. 
That shit is not relaxing. I had my ass clenched the whole time. The shit fucking hurts. They be digging in your shins and digging all in your toe bones. Like, yo, this is does not feel good. This shit fucking hurts. And they laughing and shit. And I'm like, yo, nigga, I play sports. My knees are bad. My shins are bad. My ankles are bad. Like, this shit ain't ain't fun for me. <laughs> I mean, like, I, again, I just let them do it because, you know, started it. Might as well finish it. But I was like, I don't like this foot massage shit. Like, I don't know how this is enjoyable. Um, we did that. What else we do? Also, then we went up to the mountains, and that's where we rode the elephants. We got on the um, boat, so we got on this river. It's called the Coke River. We we did this the whole tour, which we thought we were just doing. We wasn't paying attention when the dude explained the tour because it was like all oh, this other shit on the tour. We was like, what is all this? We thought we were just getting on the elephants. So we get on this boat and we go up this river called the Coke River that comes down from Myanmar and empty. It goes all the way to Vietnam, empties out into the Mekong. So we get on the boat. Oh, we did the boat ride through Bangkok, too. That was okay. Uh, we saw all these lizards, these, like, Komodo dragon joints. That One of them was, like, sick. They was big as gators. And then we found out them motherfuckers, like, eat meat. And they say they all attack people. So I was like, shit. Saw them. Um, so we got on the... We went to this village. I forgot the name of the village. But it's, like, the oldest... One of the oldest villages in Thailand. So we're, like, the first village or something in Thailand was uh, established or whatever. We rode the elephants... Um, it was cool. It was a little, took a little getting used to because they're not African elephants. They're not real big. Indian elephants are smaller. They kind of look like baby elephants, but they're full elephants, but they're just smaller. And I mean, it's not so much that it wasn't uncomfortable, but you had to get like, once I got the rock of the elephant down, I was good. But at first I kept sliding because I couldn't get, their gait is a little different. It's not like a horse. Their gait is like a little bit different. But once I got it down, I was good. Um, so we went on a little tour. It was hot as hell. Elephant kept eating and going to the edge. And I was like, yo, is we going to tip over or what? That The um, tour guide was riding that bitch bareback. He was just on that shit in some jeans and um, a stick. I was like, all right. So we do that. Uh, get on the elephants. Then we stopped and ate lunch at this, like, place that was really good. I was a little nervous because I was like, man, I don't, I don't, we, was, we was in the sticks. But it was okay. Um... So then we go on the second part, so we thought we was done. We was like, yeah, we ready to go. That was like good two, three, four hours. We ready to go. She's like, he's like, okay, now we're going to go to some village. And we like, huh? Like, yeah, the Karen village. So we like, okay. So we go to driving forever, seemed like forever, forever, driving, driving, driving. And we get to this village, and it's like this uh, primitive village of, like, the oldest people in the Thailand. And, I mean, and it really was. These motherfuckers had, I mean, I imagine, like, back in, like, beginning of time, how the first kitchens looked, that's how this kitchen was. It was literally sticks and a fire with some cast iron pots. And that was, I mean, it was, I felt like, I was like, I could do without this part. He's taking us all in people's house, like, look, this is where they, and I'm like, oh, okay. And they posing for pictures. I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not taking pictures. People, like, I don't even know if they even know what a camera is. I mean, I'm sure they do. I'm sure white people come through there and take pictures all the time. But I just was like, eh, all right. So then, we go was see it this, just y'all on it? Yeah, it was a private tour. Okay. So then we go see this wa- this waterfall, which was also further. Than- Everything he kept saying was like, oh, five minutes. Shit was not five minutes. Then we was driving. We got to this waterfall. We walking and walking and walking. And I'm just like, where's this fucking waterfall? We going up. I mean, this like small ass Indiana Jones ass edge of the cliff tra- trail that was slippery as fuck. It was raining. 
we slipping and sliding on stones, like, oh, all right, so we make it, and then we get to this waterfall, but I'm like, so she's behind me, so I'm like, well, where's the waterfall? He's like, oh, right around here, so I'm looking, and I see the trail ends in the river, I'm like, right around where? It ain't, ain't nowhere else where to be around. He's like, no, overhead, nigga, steps on the rock, so we just on the rocks in the river, like, literally, and that's where the waterfall was, so the trail just ends into the river, and you just go out onto the rock, so I was like, all right, so I went out, and it was okay. He said this was the smaller waterfall, the bigger waterfall. We had went to this other place called the White Temple in um, Chiang Mai. He said it was over by there. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm good with this one. So we go back uh, to the to the uh, resort. The resort was really nice. They had a spa. We did the spas. They had a bar. We did the bar. Had a nice suite. Uh, they had the seafood buffet on the weekend, which was great. Although they ain't had no butter for the crab legs. I guess they don't do that over there. Um... What are you? They, just eat they have like lime juice or like this spicy sauce, which I use, which is actually pretty good, and some kind of like Dijon mustard sauce. They don't have butter. I mean, I could have got it if I asked for it, but I just was like, well, I'll just use what they use. So the, yeah. the spicy sauce was okay. Um, it was all inclusive on the resort. No, but it was like a discount, so we got it for like half of what it was. Um, the, the hotel food was was definitely more expensive than anything out in town, but. I didn't mind. I mean, when we were in Bangkok, it was cool. It's mad restaurant. So we would go to this restaurant across the street, went to this other restaurant. Not a big deal. But in that Chiang Mai part, I was like, uh-huh, I don't know about some of this stuff. So I tried to stay to the main thing. I mean, you know, the food was really good. The one thing I know, the food is fresh. There's no preserved food. You can tell the meat is fresh. And the thing I noticed, too, about we, because I was worried because you don't have the high blood pressure. And I'm like, man, all this soy, sodium, whatever that shit is called. Like, I, I was worried about the sodium, but... Their food over there is not salty like ours is here. Like, I, I could taste the difference. Like, it still tastes like Asian food, but it wasn't that, that salty taste that all the Asian food here seems like it has. It was, it, it was very fresh, and I could tell. It was like, I'm like, they don't, they don't add extra sodium or that monosodium, whatever that shit is. I'm like, they don't add that to the food here. And you could taste it. It was very fresh, and, and you could really taste the different flavors. Like, that salty, I call it the Chinese food taste. It wasn't overpowering. That's that salt. Like they, you, it was not. It wasn't overpowering with that. It was really good. You could taste all the flavors and all the like different sauces and everything. Um, when you got when you came back and you ate food over here, did you like did your stomach mess up or anything? When I came back, I was jet lagged in the motherfucker. I slept from like I got here back back here by like five or six at night, and I was my plan was to stay up till eleven regular time so I could get back on sleep. Dead that I came in, I stayed up for like an hour. I fuck this. I went and got in the bed. I don't know what time I got up. The next day, maybe like I don't know. It might have been like eleven, ten and more. I don't know what time it was. I stumbled up a little bit. I did. I might have got something to drink. Can't recall. Might have checked. I don't remember. I did something for like maybe a half an hour, forty five minutes, and I got myself back in the bed. And I didn't wake up again till three p.m. the next day. So. Because we was a day ahead out there. So when it yeah. was one in the afternoon here, it was one in the morning for us out there. So I basically came back a whole day. So I had to get back on schedule. So, yeah, um, yeah I was I was, I was, was tired. And so I ain't, the point of that is I, ain't, I didn't really start eating till yesterday. Them two days that I've been back, I wasn't even hungry. I was like, I don't know if it's all the carbs I'm burning through or, you know, just being tired. But I wasn't hungry. I didn't eat. I didn't care about eating. I was just drinking water, and I, I don't even have no food in the fridge. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I just was sleeping. 
Um, so, yeah, so then we left Chiang Mai, after, uh, then we came back to Bangkok, and we was in Bangkok for the last two days, and we both flew out of Bangkok. She flew back to L.A. She threw, flew through Hong Kong to L.A. I flew, uh, flew through Japan back to New York. So, did y'all do any shopping or anything on there? She did. I didn't really plan on shopping because I don't, I'm not a, when I go like to other places, I know a lot of people like to bring back souvenirs, unless it's something specific I want. Like when I went to Afghanistan, I knew I wanted an Afghan rugs, or if I go to, if it's something specific that I know I want from that country, I'll get. But I'm not a person that just goes bring shit back from places I've been. Like I'd rather just take pictures, and I mean, I know I was there. And uh, you know, all them Buddha masks and elephants and shit, it was nice, but I didn't want that shit. She bought. No, I mean, like, you know, since you say it's so much cheaper, like, things that you could get Right, here, it, was, but... it wasn't really, that's what I'm saying, there wasn't really nothing there. I mean, we went to a couple places, they had some shoes. It wasn't, in other words, it wasn't nothing there that I was like, oh, let me get it hit. Did I want it? I was like, oh, because they had some Yeezy boots, but I don't even know if they were real. They might have been, but I ain't want them shits, you know what I mean? I was like, I already got some Nikes, but... You know, no, not really. It was some liquor. I, I, I got some duty-free liquor from over there. But it wasn't nothing there where I was like, oh, let me get it over here because it's super cheap. Not really. She got, like, some trinkets and some stuff. But, you know, it ain't, I mean, I'm sure they had them all maybe, but probably wasn't going to have my size. Everybody over there small as shit. But, no, nah, we didn't We didn't do none of that. And I didn't really go over there to spend cash like that. So, no. Nah. Right. Um. No, I just bought back some money, and I bought back um, that liquor, and I think that's it. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't what kind of liquor do they have out there? It was, I only, it's like, a, um, they had everything. They had a lot of, they, they have a lot of cognac, but they had this, like, in the hotel room, they had this bottle of, like, Thai whiskey. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is that? I wanted to take it from the hotel. She was like, no, just get it duty-free in the airport. So that's what I did. Uh, and I just got that because I just thought it was cool. I was like, I don't even know what this is. I couldn't figure out what it was, but I, that's what I got. I just found the bottle and got it. Um, that was about it, though. That 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 we got. We, You know, most of the stuff, most of the money we spent on was over there. It was like massages, those tours, the boat rides, the food. Um, Shit, that's the way to do it, though, man. We, I mean, I had, the money was crazy. Like, I had, <laughs> I just kept having money. I, we would take, leave a little <laughs> bit that's safe. Come back, Shami. You got now. I was like, I got like eight thousand left. <laughs> it's like it's crazy money. Um, and I didn't even take only two. Only even over there were like six hundred cash, and that shit came out to like damn near twenty thousand of their money. Um, trying to go back. I'm trying to go, man. And you could buy. We was riding around. I was like, God damn, they houses. They had they had signs for like houses for twenty grand. That's how much the nigga gave me at the airport. I was like, Wait, serious? yeah. Unless the number. Unless I was. I was like, maybe we reading the numbers wrong. <laughs> maybe that was like the down pay. I don't know. I know I saw like these kind. It was like twenty grand. Some of them was forty grand. But I'm like, how much American? I'm like, that's like, that's like less than ten grand American money. So, I bet you these Thai people that live over here, I bet you they come over here, work, save their money up, go retire over there and live in them fucking plush-ass houses because, shit, the exchange rate was like 34 to 1. That's crazy as hell. Yeah. Only one that was worse was Great Britain. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's so we came. I came back, and I'm, I'm back now. Got a nice little tan. Uh, my stomach has been funny since I got back, though. Um... Probably because you're still to that fresh ass food. And I was kind of worried because I'm like, I'm not hungry. 
some uh, somebody was like, as long as you don't got a fever, you be, might be okay. So I ain't have a fever, but I wasn't hungry for a long time, and my stomach, even now, is still not right. So I'm like, I don't know, maybe I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna just chill and hopefully everything is cool. I mean, it's coming mm-hmm. out. It's coming out. It's just like running. <laughs> like for a lot days, of people like, that I know that travel and go to these places where the food is actually fresh, and yeah. they come back over here and they eat. They can't eat this food. No, but I hadn't been eating. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't. Oh. I, it was just. Me it's probably because you haven't eaten for like two days. Yeah, maybe. Oh, we'll see. Hopefully, it'll work itself out. Um, you, you, you ain't got that butter pecan. Yeah, I ain't take no oil over there. So we bought some when we was over there. I mean, it was fun. It was, it was, it was not sunny every day though. It was hot and it was humid, but it was overcast. We were there during the during the off season, sorta. So it rained a few days. Not so much in Bangkok, but and not so much in Krabi, but up in the north it rained. And he was telling us he was like, yeah, this is like the off season. Um, so the sun wasn't out all the time, but was it like storms or just, just no? Rain? They have they weather's a lot like New Orleans. So the okay. storm will come through, the rain, it'll clear, um, it'll clear up, and then it'll be hot. Okay. Bangkok was different, though. Bangkok was just hot, and it was a sneaky hot, too, because you come out, and it's not like, it's not like, I've been in the Middle East. When, the, when you step out in the Middle East, that shit just hit you in your face, like, boom, like heat, like you in a fucking oven, and you just, no, you hot, you just hot from the, from the time, time up till time down. In Bangkok, it's not like that. Like, you come out, and it's warm, it's tropical, but you don't really feel like it's hot. But that shit bears down, it bears down. And about, about 12 or 1 in the afternoon, you be like, God damn, it's hot as a motherfucker. And you be dripping sweat, and like, when did it get this hot? You be like, shit, I guess it's been hot this whole time. Like, it's like, that's how it was. So you would come in, we would come in like 5, 6, like, ugh, I'm just ready to go to sleep. So, slept a lot. She one of them, like, when I go on vacation, I just want a vacation. Like, if we do something, we do something. If we don't, we don't. She want to do this tour and go here and go there. And I'm like, look, I'm down with one activity a day. We do one tour, and then I'm going to sleep or lay down or relax or go to the pool or whatever. I ain't trying to go here and go there and go there and go there. I don't I don't like doing all that on vacation. I'm the same way. Like, I don't want no schedule. I don't want nothing. I want to do whatever I fuck I feel like doing at any given moment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get out of the bed today. I ain't right. I'll just be in Thailand in the fucking bed. Right. right. So, I'm still in Thailand, guys. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but it was cool. It was fun. We had a good time. Um Yeah, so. I got to travel more, man. Yeah, we're trying to figure out where we're going to go next. Maybe take a, maybe before the end of the year, take a, like, a little short, cheap joint. I was like, maybe go to New Orleans or, like, something, you know, quick like that. I don't know, because I still got all these points. Like, even with that trip, I only used, like, 70,000 hotel points, and I still got, like, 140,000 left. And then I got some more, because every time you check in, they give you a bonus point. So I got some more just from this trip. Um, so. We need to be out here scoping the women's bro. <laughs> Um, so I may try to do something else quick. My, I, I, you know, I'm looking for, I'm coming up on my, my, when I took this job that I have now, I intended to stay here for two years. So I'm at that two years now. So I'm trying to get somewhere else. So my schedule is a little different than it would have been last summer. So as soon as I, as soon as that works itself out, then I'll know what kind of time I'm working with. Um, so 
I'll figure it out from there. But something quick, New Orleans, you know, something that don't ain't a whole ain't a whole lot. Um, Houston, maybe I don't know, something like that. I'll, I still want to go back to Miami, but I don't know if that's gonna happen this year. Um, like I might be going for just for a weekend, like in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, or I might just pop out to California, and make it easy, you know, and just. Stay in the Beverly Hilton or or the um, Ritz Carlton or some shit like that with my points. I don't know. We'll see. Um. All right. So on to um shit we watch. So most stuff is over with now. It's kind of old now. Like we kind of, but I just want to mention the best show on TV, Game of Thrones. And I just want to say I don't fuck with Cersei Lannister. I ain't never liked Cersei Lannister. Cersei Lannister's nuts. Smart, as I said, she plays checkers and everybody else playing chess. But sis, you did that shit. You did that, Cersei. You you did that. You did that shit smooth. And 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 it was funny because I kept saying, even for the two seasons that the, that Bernie Sanders been on, I kept saying I was like, you know, this motherfucker. I, I'm not no fan of Cersei, but Cersei ain't never been. She's short sighted and she's petty and she's she's you know, just. Uh, asshole, but she ain't never been no punk, and I was like, yo, he coming at Cersei like Cersei won't clap back, and I'm like, Cersei claps back, you know, Cersei killed, you know, that her little prophecy they gave her, her father told her, you know, her father, like, look, I put you in the best position I could, she killed him, Cersei really the one to set all this shit in motion, because she the one that killed Robert, um, but I just found it fascinating how the High Sparrow just, you know, Thought he was going to do whatever. And um, I'm surprised, actually. This, I, what really surprised me is that Cersei agreed to that walk of shame. I thought she was going to buck then and be like, nah, fuck this shit. But I guess she was like, I'm going to do this shit. And when he tried to flip on that deal and she told him she choose war, and he just was like, it was just going to go along. People were like, oh, well, that's because Cersei's a woman. And listen, I understand the overwhelming theme in the book, but I'm, that, I don't think that that was it. I think it's because he was a zealot, an ideological zealot. He just was so set on what he was doing and he just, his way, because Marjorie peeped game right away. And Marjorie Terrell, listen, rest in peace. You was a real G. You was one of my favorites. I really was rooting for you. I thought you was going to believe it, flip it. But sis, you really did not try hard enough to get out of that temple. Because my ass would have been out of that bitch. And if I had to drag four, five of them Bernie girls with me, then that's what it would have had to happen. Because we was getting fuck about that shit. Because Marjorie peeped game right away. Soon as Cersei ain't show up, she was like, hey, bro, Cersei ain't here. He's like, oh, she gonna be trying to, he, she like, listen, what I'm telling you is, she know all this bullshit you're talking, she know what's gonna happen, and the bitch ain't here. And we all here, and don't nobody know where the fuck she at, and this shit ain't good, we need to fucking go. And, sh- and sure enough, Cersei blew their ass up with that wildfire that Tyrion tried to hide from her, and she ended up finding and she fucking walked and sat her ass on the Iron Throne. And you did that shit. It ain't gonna be long because Cersei thinks she won because she thinks the prophecy think Marjorie is the young queen that the prophecy told her about. She don't understand that it's Daenerys Targaryen. First to her name, the mother dragon, stormborn, unburnt, breaker of chains. She don't, she don't is, even know she's coming. Is coming for that ass. That's the young queen you need to worry about, Cersei. Um... Yeah, so that's the other good thing that happened. Daenerys finally got her ass on the boat and is coming for her throne in Westeros. And she got hella boats. 
thousand ships. She got dragons. She don't know it yet, but John, her nephew, about to be fighting on her side. And all y'all want her and John to hook up is nasty. That's her fucking nephew. Um, it's 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 the greatest show on television. I'm mad it's in delay, but like this this what we all been waiting for. We've been waiting all these seasons for Daenerys Targaryen to get her ass on them ships and and head to Westeros. And goddamn it, winter is here. So. <laughs> Great show, great finale. I felt like the season was really, really short. Uh, I guess it wasn't really That's the best show on TV. I've been saying it for, for, for seasons now, and now people finally starting to realize the character development, the, 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 the themes, the, the undertones. It's, it's just great. It's just, it's, that's the show I compare all other shows to. That's why people be ranting and raving about this show and that show and how good it is. I'd be like, that shit is okay. It's not that great. Game of Thrones is an A+. If you putting Breaking Bad up against Game of Thrones, you're wrong. Because it ain't that quality of a show. Whatever. Debate Jesus. I think they're just two different kinds of shows. I really like Game of Thrones, though. I mean, it's, I, mean I really like them, Breaking Bad. They're two different kinds of shows, but they also not on the same level either. Like, just not. I mean, there's other shows that are different kind of shows that I I can Mad Men I can compare to Game of Thrones as far as the performances and the themes and the writing and the and the the, the content. It's comparable to Game of Thrones. It's I think Game of Thrones is better, but some of these other shows that y'all be giving A's and A pluses and uh, they all right. They B's. They B minuses. They B pluses. They not A plus shows. Game of Thrones is an A plus show. No, it's it's just it's outstanding, um, and I don't know why it doesn't win more em- Emmys. It should this season though. Um, what else? You know what? Um, I don't even know the um, New York Girls TV. Has there been new episodes? Uh, last one I can remember watching. I don't even remember when it was, and I haven't kept up um, with it while I was gone. There's more, more like the finale that I haven't seen. The last one that I just watched was. Um, I'm telling you, I was watching it. Uh, trying to think what the hell is going on. Well, it, it ain't important. I just wanted to know if it was a new one. I, I'll, I'll catch it. No, it ain't, it ain't a new. All right. It's uh, new to us, but old. Right. How about uh, Black Ink? Is Black Ink over? It's not over, right? So. They had the it last episode? It ain't been on. They it have a break. Did they have a reunion show? Huh, okay. Because I was like, is that over or is it on hi- hiatus? Because I know it wasn't on. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is still on, man. I don't even know what to say about that. Anymore. All I know is Jocelyn is funny to me. She's She be tripping, but she is still funny to me. Because <laughs> when they started that fight, and she was like, oh, why you invite them? <laughs> and then when she got in the pool and started twerking, she is hilarious to me. I don't. She's ridiculous, but like she's the most sensible one on that show because she. I was just getting ready to say she's really kind of. And she's so much more aware of what the situation is than Mimi is. Like Mimi is still just like, what is wrong with you, girl? You still crying over this nigga Jocelyn? Like, whatever. Like. Whatever, Stevie. I don't know why you getting mad about a picture. Not like we was fucking. He had his hand on. Like, what are you even talking about this picture? And he did sound crazy. Like, Stevie, that picture. Like, I don't, that's, I don't know. Um, 
What else happened? Carly dumbass. She too old. I was like, yeah, if you don't get your ass off that concrete, you're 65 years old. You want to throw yourself down there and break your motherfucking hip playing, playing that was games. Serious. He was extra for that, though. He was, that was very dumb. I mean, the whole she situation was, extra, was I was just like, what the hell? The whole thing was dumb. You can add this ring, but you can't. Okay, bro. The ring was ugly. She falling down because she thought she was going to be proposed to. Then she fucking just sprinting after his ass like Usain Bolt. Like, Carly, how many niggas going to fake uh, uh Propose to you and then never mind at the last second. Like you should be tired of that shit. I'm tired of it for you. You too goddamn old for that shit. Just hang it up. Um, Don Penny is another one. Like I, I don't even know what she does. Like is she a rapper? Is she a, what does she do? I don't know. Besides, beg Jocelyn, love her. I had no idea. That shit is funny. Like one minute she's just like, I don't give a fuck about fuck that bitch. Because I'm telling you, Jocelyn be making these girls. Toes curl, got to, cause when she ain't, when she pays them dust, they whole world being shambles, and all they do is sit around and talk about that bitch and how she won't, how she ain't shit, and how she do me like this. As soon as she smile at them, they be the happiest bitches in the world. Mm. And you know she got bitches. That's what she told. She that's what she told Tommy. She got bitches. Um, she's funny to me. She is hilarious to me. I wouldn't watch that show no more if Jocelyn wasn't on it. As, as crazy as she being this this season, she is so funny. But she's really not being that crazy. Like, she's she really, is. like, it's it's all calculated I know, mess. I know. It's calculated mess, which is crazy because about what and for why. But it's just funny because it's calculated mess that's going exactly the way she knew it would because she knows these dumb motherfuckers is going to do exactly what she thinks they're going to do, and they do it. I know right. they're gonna go down to North Carolina and find this bitch and find out a lot like she like I knew they was gonna do that because they fucking right. did it. I don't it. know how many psychology classes she done. Because you don't need to because they're just dumb and predictable and she just knew it. Like I know if I tell them this, they dumb asses gonna jump in the car. Sure enough, <laughs> Mimi's little gullible ass is gonna run with it. And Mimi's still like, and I don't know if they married. Jocelyn can still be telling the truth. Like that's why. Jocelyn do y'all like she do because y'all are some dumbasses. But like Mimi went out of her way to I forget who she was talking to. Tells you know, you know, uh, bad mouth Chris and like Chris can't let it go. I got somebody new, but yet you crying over Stevie. Right, Chris need to move on, and and then she want to be a lesbian so bad. Cause old girl asked her, well, who's new? Oh, it's another girl, and I don't know if it's. I told you I saw on one of these blogs. I don't know if it's true or not, but I mean, I. I who knows that some of some WNBA chick, she some light skinned WNBA chick. I think that played for the, the LA team. Was that the Spark? I don't know. I saw. So I don't know if it's that girl or some other girl or she's just making this whole shit up because she want to be interesting. But I'm like, she want to be a goddamn lesbian so bad. I don't know. She's looking for something. Knowing you still stuck on Stevie. Ain't nobody got time for that, Mimi. You better go. Follow I don't me. even know if she's really like. St- I don't know. What she loved that nigga. She loved that nigga. She cry anytime she crying and shaking you, you you hurt me. Oh, girl. Um, she sound like the deaf girl every time she get around Stevie. You know that that whisper shit she do when she wants you to know she's serious. Didn't I tell you? You sat here and you lied to me. Like Mimi swear she on bold and beautiful. Like girl, chill out. Um. Yeah, so we, I don't know. I guess we're going, she's going to drag another stud on TV for us next week, I guess. I don't know. I just think it's funny that she likes studs. That's so odd to me. Not really. Why, why do you think it's odd? 
Cause she just don't seem like a like stud chick. I mean, she didn't seem like a lesbian that one. But. No, I know, and that's the ones that don't seem like a lesbians usually don't be the, like the stud chick. Is what I'm saying. Like I, I expect her, like Jocelyn. You know, I expect her to like girly girl, which I don't know. Whatever. I, look, I've been said do y'all, but I I don't understand. I mean, not that it's not that it's nothing I need to understand, but I need to be like opposites. Like I can't sit up with a nigga that just looks. It's just like me. Like I don't. Two femmes is just so funny looking to me. I mean, whatever. I don't care. But I'm just like, well, how? You just with yourself? Like I don't understand. Like I don't get it. But whatever. Yeah, we're going to see. What you think about um, Arian singing, Chris? I ain't got it. I, I mean, you can't shout. She's talking about McKay Michelle. You can't shadow singing, though, Ariana. You can sing or you can't. Like, what? And you just too, I don't know, man. These people are 35. I don't know how old she is. Now you want to be a singer. Girl, that shit you got to start when you were a little kid. You got to take the arts class. You got to take the vocal lessons. You got, I mean... I don't, I, what is he doing? D. Smith, all, all of them, all of them. I wish y'all just go fill out an application at the post office and stop wasting everybody's time. Like, none, none, none of y'all, just like Rashida said, everybody out at the Grammy Award, ain't none of y'all getting no goddamn Grammys. I have y'all at the Grammy Awards. Okay. Like, it's just, I, I, you know, I don't have I don't have time for it. Like, I just don't. Like, figure it out. I was trying to figure out if she's still with that DJ. Right, because we, we ain't her. I, I don't know. She's not on the show. Maybe that's part of, like, maybe the person that you're really with, she don't want to be on the show. I don't know. I don't have the answers, but, you know, I just, I'm tired of these. I, I'm tired of 40 years old. It's just like, come on, man, give it up. I'm not saying you can't still be in the industry, but, you know, figure out something else. Be a writer, songwriter, I don't know, own a studio, like something. I, or just be on the reality show, but, like, all this now, I want to be a singer, girl. Me too. Me too, Ari. I want to be a singer too. Let's go. We're going to go be, you know, Destiny's baby mamas or whatever. I don't know. Something. It's just like, I mean, you'd be better. Like, if you said you want to be an actor, that's different. Because there ain't really no cutoff for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you ain't, you can be however old, like, be an actor. Not saying I don't you really won't. think it's a cutoff for music either if you really got it. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It What's is. the difference between that and acting? Because, that, because acting is not something that you need to get in as young. You can't, it ain't, you got to put in so much work and so much groundwork and you, it's so much, so much hustling and stuff you got to do that you can't be 35 years old doing that. It's just not going to work. Like, even these people that people owe to change, you don't understand 2 Chainz was working in the clubs and known and making music for like 10, 15 years. He, he didn't just show up. Like, he, he was doing that shit for a while. Like it's just, it's a young person's game. Nobody nobody wants to hear, you're 35 years old out here singing, okay, you got Rihanna out, you got Beyonce out, you got K. Michelle out, you got all these Fantasia out, you got people that have been out for years that are singing. Why am I coming to see you? You don't have no songs on the radio. You're not that great of a singer. Like, no, it, it's just music is a young person's game. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't. All all the people we know was discovered when they were young. They were you, you mean as an artist? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do something else. You want to be a songwriter? Sure. You want to be a producer? Sure. But to be an artist, it's, it's it's that's a young person's game. These 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 kids be starting. 
when Rihanna was discovered when she was 16 years old. Beyonce said been doing it since she was little, little. You know, everybody, all of them, Drake, all of them. Like it's it's they not even 30 yet, and they already been in the game 10, 15 years. Like it's just not singing is not it. Be an actor. Like, and that's the thing I don't understand about these reality show people. Thing I was saying about Apollo. Look, you got an agent, I'm sure. You got the contacts. Use that shit to fucking try to do something else. Like, I don't know. Look, get an agent. Get a modeling contract. I mean, I guess Ariana's... If I was on that shit, I would make it work for me. I'll be like, look, I got an agent. Look, I want to do modeling. Or I want to do... You know, I want to try to get on... You know, I don't know, something. Can can do Tyler Perry got a little small role I can maybe do? And I would just try to work it from there. Like, you know, fuck all this... All this... All this fake... Oh, I'm shooting my video for my song. Ain't nobody heard these songs. These ain't nobody. These songs ain't in nobody's charts. They ain't in nobody's iTunes. They ain't on nobody's record store. Nobody knows these fucking songs. Cut it out. Like use that shit to 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 work something that can work. That's why I like that Sisterhood of Hip Hop show a little bit better because that keeps it real. That shows you how it really is. Like some of them got recording contracts. Some of them, you see, B ain't on that shit no more because B got her recording. She working with Pharrell and she coming up. She ain't got time for that show no more. That's how you do it. Like, use that opportunity to push what you already have. These motherfuckers be on there acting like they already. Like, nigga, if you, you want a reality show, nobody know you. Nobody know you, Carly Red. And then I got a store in L.A. No, you don't, girl. Girl, stop. Like, that shit is corny to me. But it's know, I don't like to be a, a, a dream killer. I do think people should be more realistic about themselves and their capabilities. But I think if it's genuinely... You can make it. I it mean, I wouldn't, your, I, I wouldn't say be 40. It ain't about your capabilities, man. I mean, it is what it is. The industry is what it is. You're not going to be a special snowflake that's going to break, that's going to change what the industry been doing forever. Like, people got to invest and put money. It's just not, it's just not it. It's not, it's not going to happen unless you're going to do it yourself and make yourself hot and be independent and then they come to you. Sure, maybe you could then, but it's, it's, the system is what it is. People come up through it the way they come up through it. Like, it's 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 not... You're talking about... She 35 talking about she want to sing. Sing for who? Sing where? What song is... People just... Like Oprah said, people try to act like they have all the time in the world. You don't. Time is finite. You have a short amount of time to do what it is you're trying to do. So you need to get to doing it. Because this notion that, oh, you can always happen. No, it can't. And even the people, people take it like those messages from like Steve Harvey and from Leslie, you know, they take that the wrong. I was 48 years old. Yeah, 48 years old when she got her break. Not 48 year old when she started. She'd been doing that shit for years. She'd been in clubs for years. She got 20, 30 years. That's the part people don't realize. She was 48 when she got her break. Two Chains was 35 or however when he got his break. Not when he started. Like he, every overnight sensation got 10, 15 year track. That's the part that, that people don't understand. It's like these motherfuckers don't just pop up out of nowhere. Fetty Wap had been doing clubs in his local area. He was known for, for years. He was in the clubs. He had a little record here, a little hot. That's the part that people don't realize. Like these people be telling you when they got their break, but you got to work up to a break. And that's the part people don't get. Like, you don't you have a finance music it's just one of the ones where it's like yo you got to get in that shit early you got to strike while the iron's hot like i don't like you know i i don't know i don't know nobody no singers that get into the game at 30 34 how old she is i'm gonna say 35 she's at least 30 
I, I don't I can't name the last singer that got in, in this era that got into the game at 30. It just don't happen because you compete with all these little young girls. I mean, whatever. Um, something else happened that I I wanted. To, I was this no? What else happened? It was um oh, what's the chick name? The the um the one we don't like the trans. Yeah, both of them, both of them, both of them. Tired of their ass. Tired of them. I'm. I hope they ain't never on the show again. Another season. I'm tired of her wigs. You that be all this for your wigs are horrible, sis. Wigs look like an old mop that somebody just you know grabbed and put in their motherfucking head. It don't be brushed. It don't be blended. It be sitting up there like a goddamn visor. I can't stand it. Betty Boop is just. I don't. She's whack. She. I don't know who talks like that. Did we ever discover she trans or not? Nah, I really don't pay attention to her. Like she just gets on my nerves. Yeah, she's what like, I don't like, it, even if she if she is or she isn't, what I don't like about the both of them is like this mess is not. She's just not a likable person at all. So, and like, and, and she she don't accept that. She don't because she's a douchebag and everything is about her being trans. We might give a fuck about that. You're an asshole. That's why people don't like you. And you come at but the she women. Claims that it's like, yeah, that's what douche people do. And you come at the women in a way you don't... Right. No, nobody gives a fuck about that. And you come at women in a in way you don't come at the men, which is funny to me. It's, I think you just have a problem with women because whatever, you want to be one, but you can't afford surgery, so you just coming at them because you're mad. Um, yeah, I don't, she's not very likable. When you came at Deb, yeah. huh? Huh? When she came at Deb, though, I was like, oh, she's, she's, she's bugging. I'm I don't understand why people still to this day are fucking with Deb like that. Like, do you know who you're talking to? I don't either, because Deb was better than me. Because when she said that, I would have been like, okay, you time for you to go. Because I don't even know who you think you're talking to like that, period. Especially about this here shit we talking about right now. Um, Yeah, that was that. So, alright. Uh, we don't got no other shows, right? Nah, no, everything is over. Oh, that's right. Hip Hop Honors. That was something else. Um, that was a very good show. Hey, listen. I guess, I guess, I guess Dana saying Eb over her shoulder like that. I guess that's the close we're gonna get to her acknowledging that she loves ladies. I was surprised that she did that though. She did it real quick. I was like, I caught that shit, but you know, I, I it is what I don't know. I don't know what the problem is, but I guess we got that. Um, it was a good show though. It was really great. I love the way they honored had all up female hip MCs up there because that's what be bothering me about this these these niggas in hip hop. They be acting like off oh, like now where you know is it Nicki versus so and so versus so like yo and they used to be like that. They used to be mad female, women rappers and they was all dope. They wasn't out here right rapping somebody else's lyrics. They was fly and motherfucking salt and pepper and Queen Latifah and MC Light is pioneers in the rap game. Period. Not just female rappers, the rap game, period. Salt and Pepper was, was one of the first superstars of rap. It was Run DMC, and Salt and Pepper, and Dougie Fresh and them. And it wasn't for them, it wouldn't be no hip hop like it is right now. Them the motherfuckers that made the white people notice that shit and be like, oh, what's this shit they doing over there? It was Salt and Motherfucking Pepper. And you put on some Salt and Pepper right now to white function and watch the motherfuckers lose their mind. So I liked that. And, I, and, and, you know, niggas now try to act like. It, they don't know that shit, but, uh, yeah, nigga, back in the day, 
when when discussions of who was the greatest MC, the, the names that came up was MC Light, Big Daddy Kane, uh, Queen Latifah, and Rakim. And it wasn't no best fe- and KRS One. It wasn't no best female best. It was best MCs. It was them. And then later on, they added LL, and um, you know, as we went, a couple other people that. But in the beginning, it was them. And MC Light could probably still rap a lot of you motherfuckers on the table. And, and that's why when Little Kim came out, you know, and people was talking about the Queen Bee, and I'm like, that's MC Light's lyrics. And like, uh-uh, that's the Queen Bee. I'm like, hot damn hoe, here we go again. That's MC Light. Like, that's Kim giving a shout-out to MC Light, and I'm mad you don't know that. So, and it's a lot of other rappers that be dropping MC Light lines, and y'all don't know. Um, She was the ill. Like the, like the MC was was one of the illest, and might still be, I bet you she could rap definitely French trash ass, and a lot of these fucking muscle mouth fucking rappers is out right now, I bet you she can rap all them niggas under the table, oh hell yeah, straight off the top, Latifah too, cause you see Latifah got up there, Eve, they all got up there, and they was right on beat, rapping like they were 16, right on beat, wasn't out of breath, kept their rhythm, and I'm like, shit, it's some of these fucking lean, 20-year-old lean niggas that can't even do that, look, which homie Quan got up there, couldn't even remember the words, and then motherfucker Eve was rapping that shit out, and so was Dana, and so was Kim, rapping it out, like, 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 it just came out yesterday. I wanted to add on to something you said at the beginning, um, where you said it was no, um, it was like no beef in between women artists or it was I mean just, it know, was but it was like on wax like we had the Roxanne Shantae and the real Roxanne and all of that shit but it wasn't like no nobody was shooting nobody but back then it was a lot more like um unity like they all these artists were like dope on their own but they would come together and then yeah make made all the, made shit. all the super dope shit maybe yeah. you and the um you and the uh the remixes they did the fucking um self-destruction joints yeah, it was just a better, it was better music. Now, all this fucking druggy rap, man, whatever. Like, like I came into when Ladies Night was, and that, to me, was, like, the most incredible shit. I didn't know why they couldn't do that song. Angie was there. I kept right. waiting for it. Where's Ladies Night? Angie there? Everybody there? What's the problem? That song, like, that song, like, changed my, my whole life on, as far as, like, music and women in the industry and shit like that, that song was so fucking fire. Like, every morning, you know, MTV used to have whatever that, when they played all the yeah, videos, I and I would watch that shit. I recorded it and everything. I would just watch it all the time. My joint was the Hot Boy remix with Missy and Eve. That's why niggas on Twitter talking about Eve Karen. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck, oh, where y'all been at? Eve is... <laughs> Eve was one of the best to ever do it. I don't know what y'all talking about, man. Eve had hits. The Hot Boy remixes are also life-changing. I still, yeah. I still put that on. On a nice fucking day, I throw the window down and I blast that shit. Yeah, so... I, 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 Missy ain't work with no slouches, and Missy work with Eve, so I don't know what y'all talking about. Um, sleep on Missy, that's another one, man. Yeah, you sleep on if you want to. Sleep your way into hell. Missy, Missy better than, than a rap. lot of male producers out there. out right now today. Hell yeah, and she done produced for everybody. From Whitney right. Houston to Michael Jackson to Mariah Carey, everybody. Because her sound was so far ahead. Shit Missy was putting out 10, 15 years ago, come out now and still sound like, damn, what is this shit? Hell yeah. These fucking keyboard producers they got out now put some fucking some beeps and some bops together and think they doing something like whatever listen missy is behind a lot of this um 
ownership of females owning their bodies and all that shit. Missy is the root of that. Yeah. Um, so y'all can just get off my lawn with that shit. Um, but it was great. It was good. I loved it. And when that, and the best thing apart that about that is when them joins, when them girls, when Yo Yo and them come out and they play them songs, those are classic, classic songs. That's what we be talking about. We like shit nowadays is garbage. Yeah, you bop to it for a little while, but ain't nobody playing that shit ten years from now. When Salt Pepper come on right now, that shit, them shits was classic. When Yo Yo, you played Latifah, them shits is classic. Come into my house, give me body. You know when that came out, like eighty eight, eighty nine, I believe. I was in like. Young in high school when that shit came out. That shit still goes. It's like back then they was having like legitimate fun with the music, and now it's like it's about other shit. Because like they had content. Now these niggas is just music. doing drugs and calling bitches hoes and and, and bitches and and you know and that shit ain't nobody trying to really hear that shit. All right, they got a nice beat, but ain't okay, nigga. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah, like it had it had substance you can stick to. Yeah. Um. So, great show, great show. I was just mad that Fox Bug wasn't there, but it's her own fault. She don't get along with nobody, so, you know. But Fox should have been there, too. Y'all trying to front on Foxy. Foxy Foxy had hits. And most importantly, Fox put Jay-Z on I'll Be and Ain't No Nigga and and, and gave Jay-Z the, 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 the kick in the ass that he needed. So yeah, They had some major, major plugs. Yeah, and and I said, man, that, that Foxy run, niggas trying, oh, she ain't had nigga. That fucking shit would take you home tonight, Brooklyn. Um, oh yeah, Foxy has some hits. Act like I'll be wasn't the shit. Put that motherfucking oh, shit yeah. on right now. Oh bro. yeah, like y'all not Il gonna nah, front nah. on Foxy like that. Ill nah nah like. You know what my shit was seven thirty. Seven thirty. Come on now, y'all not gonna y'all not gonna front on Foxy like that. Sorry, Foxy had hits too. She she a mess, but she had hits too. Um. Yeah, so shout out to the VH1 Honors. That was excellent. And I don't know why it took so long to do, but great. And I'm so glad even all of them girls showed up. That was that was, that was was great. It was um, definitely good to see. Eve. Those were legends. Those weren't female legends. Those were rap legends. Y'all boys can make these millions of dollars in endorsements and shit y'all can make now because of them women. Because they, they, they took that shit mainstream. Salt and Pepper and, and Queen Latifah, they took that shit mainstream. Um... Yeah. All right. So, anything else? Um, no, nah, that was pretty much it. Just been like the shootings, the shows, TV is scarce. Yeah, TV is scarce. I've been watching this new Night of on HBO. It's actually pretty good. I don't know when the second one come on, but the first one was pretty pretty damn good. And I've been watching. You don't watch Mr. Robot, right? Nah, I've been watching Outcast on Cinemax. It's it's okay. It's starting to. It's I needed to, I needed to be what it's going to be. Like it's it's like slow and plotting, but I can only do slow and plotting too long. To I need you to I needed to figure to kick in gear and let me figure out what it's going to be. And I'm starting to get to that point where it's like, all right, what well, what is this going to be? Um, but I'm, I'm I'll watch it for a couple more episodes. Uh, Power's back this week. I don't watch that shit. I only watch I it with you. Weren't covering Power at one point. I don't. I can't stand. I think that show is terrible. I think the acting is horrible. I think the plots are ridiculous. I just watch it because y'all watch it and because it's black people on TV. But I, I think the show is terrible. I think it's Empire if Empire was on cable. Um, and I can't stand the dude that plays Tommy. I think Tommy is is the worst character ever. Um, the actor ever. 
uh, with Angela. It's now. super predictable, but I definitely I don't super know. predictable. That's what annoyed me in the barbershop. What you think gonna happen? I was like, this the dude. That's this the DA. Like, duh. Like, the, the, the plot holes in this shit are ridiculous. Like, all you gotta do is like think a little bit. Like, I I can't. I see. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't watch it like that. I can't be entertained. I can't be entertained by shit like that. Like, it could be dumb and it could be ridiculous and it could be ratchet. But if I know, if I can figure your whole plot line out by the first episode, I cannot watch it. Like, that's poor writing to me. That's terrible writing to me. And if you're I don't acting. Know, I, still, I still want to watch it just to see if I'm right. See, I can't. And your acting is horrible. And it, I can't, like, show, I can't. To me, when I say, when I say unwatchable, that's what I mean. Where your plot is full of holes and it's ridiculous. Okay, I can overlook that. But then your acting is monotone and horrible. Okay, yeah, I overlooked that. And then what is there left? Like, it has to be something that can hook me in. It can't just all be bad. Like, it can't be bad acting. It can't be bad writing. It can't be, you know, bad plot development. I just can't. It can't all be bad. Like, I can't watch all of that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to watch it, though. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Um, all right. So, yeah, I think that's it. Um, Anybody got you fucked up? Not necessarily a person, but recently I decided I was gonna get back to boxing and, and um back to what my fucking knee up. Back fucking to what? Playing ball, playing basketball. You too old for that shit. Yeah, man, got out there with the young boys in the neighborhood, and I was hanging tough, but too old for man. that shit. Fuck myself up, so I wound up having to go to the orthopedics mm-hmm. and uh, physical therapy today. Um, so now I gotta do all this extra shit just to get my knee back right. uh, cool. regular. If it don't get better, then I gotta go to MRI and talk more stuff. So we'll yep. see. Yup, uh-huh. just, just gotta hang it up. Too old for that shit. Unless you're gonna be in an old timers game. No motherfuckers is too fast. Your brain still remember when you was 18 and could do all the shit, but you cannot do that shit anymore and you fucking bust your ass. Yeah, so, I mean, I was doing it, you know, because it's been hot, so I'm out there balling 100 degrees and shit like that, trying to shed some pounds, and I lost some weight, but I lost my knee, too, so, mm-hmm. yep. so there Plus, goes that. You got more weight on your body, your ankles, and your knees, it's like, bro, what are you doing? Last time we did this, you was 115 pounds, I don't know who the fuck you think I am, but I don't get Hell paid yeah. for overtime, I'm sitting my ass down. Hell yeah, it was a boy out there, he ain't, had, he ain't even had no fucking shoes on, nigga out there busting my ass in socks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Too old, too old. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that, that's it. How about you? Uh, nah, nobody got me fucked up. It's been my chill week, my get off of uh, uh, jet lag week. I've been having crazy interviews. I had one, two, three, four today, a few yesterday. I got one tomorrow and then one on Friday. Um, the one tomorrow, oh no, the one, no, there's, there's one that I had the phone interview for today that haven't been scheduled for the coming interview yet. I ha- I actually want that one now. It was this other one that I wanted, and I did a few before I left. Um, but I kind of want that one because it's exactly what I want to do, and it's right in Midtown. Um, and I'm, I'm interviewing with another consultant. I don't really want to, you know, I don't want to travel, but, like, that's what ends up it being, then I guess. Um, but I really hope one of these other ones come through. The one I interviewed for today, though, I... The position, I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm like, I'm way above that position. I'm like, that position you want me to, you're trying to get me to do, I train the whole departments on how to do. So, I'm not doing that. Are they that. asking you to drop the fries, bro? 
basically the, the equivalent of dropping the fry. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I fucking show people how to grow the potatoes and make, you know, like, at the farm. Like, I'm not dropping fries. Um, but it's these other, but it, I don't think it's going to pay enough. Because when I said my salary, what I wanted, she was like, oh, well, that's, a, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going backwards. So let me know now before we waste each other's time. Because you get in there talking about some low-ass salary, the answer is going to be no. Because the way my bills are set up. Um, so we'll see. All right. Well, thank y'all for, uh, hanging tough with us, joining us after the break. Um, we deliver for you. You know, as always, you can reach out to us, as so many of you all have done, um, during the break, looking for episodes that made me feel good. So thank you, um, on Twitter. Thanks, underscore, for asking without the G is the podcast Twitter. And we all still have the email, which is uh, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, what are we going to call this one? Oh, huh? oh, well, I forget. <laughs> My bad. Got to say this because when Anti came out, I said it was the best album this year. And then when Lemonade came out, all y'all little stands wanted to argue with me. And this is all I want to say. If you like Lemonade, that's fine. But all I'm saying is, Anti came out way back in March, and you know how many chart, you know how many singles it got on the chart, like four, five. Needed me, number one. Radio play streams, her and Drake top stream double platinum album of the summer. That shit is an album motherfucking year. Why? Not because it's Rihanna versus Beyonce, because it is an album full of hit records. Every fucking song on that album is a hit record. Radio play. Every song on Lemonade is not. You might like it. You might play it in the gym. You might like play it in the car. But it's not a radio hit. It's not a hit song. It's not a charting song. The album is. So I just want y'all to know that I want my points because I told y'all. That shit is the album of the motherfucking year. Every song on that shit is a hit. Needed Me just took over the charts. That shit came out how long ago. The shit has legs. Let's kiss it better. Still moving up the charts. The shit has legs. Album of the year. Whether they give it to her or not, which I'm sure they will not. I want my points. I don't know. I wouldn't be sure. They're going to give it to Beyonce. They don't want no problems. Especially if she show up. They're going to have to. Oh, no, that, that, that's a, damn, that's a remarkable album. That, that Beyonce album is not my favorite. I love B, but, uh, that, to me, it wasn't a cohesive project. Rihanna got that shit. If they give it to her, I'm gonna really want my points, because I told you niggas, but I see how this, I see how this political game is played, and, you know, we gonna see. But, she deserves album of the year for Anti, because that album is an album Full of hit records. Yeah, I'm stuck on the same old mistakes. Exactly. Every week, it's a different song on there that you like. You know what? This is my shit. No, you know what? That's my shit. And she ain't even released them all yet. She ain't released Love on the Brain. She ain't released Higher. She ain't released Same Old Mistakes. She only released Needed Me, Work, and... That's it, right? Um, yeah. That's it. But it's four other songs on that album sitting on the chart. It's a, it's the album of the year. Argue with Jesus. All right, what are we gonna name this? Uh, 
Well, as always, we'll we'll think of a we'll think of a title by the time by the time we get it up. I can't. Yeah, the first half of it was pretty morose. Yeah, I'm trying to recall what, what we talked about. Um, we could call it "I Got Bitches." Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So, episode what now? Sixty three. 63. I got and if we're wrong, I'm sorry, but I think it's 63. Well, according to our records, it's episode 63. Uh, I got bitches. Thanks for asking. Um, oh, and we're going to... Um, it's been suggested that we set up a webpage besides SoundCloud so y'all can, like... I mean, y'all already know what we look like, but, you know, it's just nice to have another place to guide people to, so we're going to get all that set up too. Shit costs money. We grassroots here. So thanks for hanging with us. We're going to do shit when we can do it. We're getting to how we live. Plus, we live in different places, so it's hard to coordinate some stuff sometimes. So bear with us. But we are always improving and, and working shit out for y'all and getting shit together. And I know our sound was a little sketchy today. Again, that's the Wi-Fi connection. We can't control that. Uh, but we try to keep it as clean and tight as we can for y'all. Anyway, thanks for asking. Um, thanks for listening. And um, see y'all next week. Peace. Peace, y'all.